You're listening to How It All Works, Convos and Collabs. Helping businesses, brands, and thought leaders understand the positive impact of live streaming. Live streaming. And now, here's your host, live video consultant and coach, Kirk Nugent. Okay, 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 okay. We got the horns. We got to drop bombs. Listen, we got to get our clapping and cheering into the building. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we have <laughs> Reverend Retno. We have Claudia <laughs> Allen on the live. Listen, so excited to have you as the guest here tonight, man. No, excited. I am so excited to be here, Kirk. I mean, you know this. And so, you know, since you taking liberties because you're in the producer chair, I'm going to take liberties because I'm the invited guest. Ooh. Kirk is one of my favorite all-time number one uh, African-American black content creators on, on the internet right now. If you oh, are man. not following, liking, subscribing, purchasing, purchasing the merch, what? then you are not, su- you don't support black people. Come You're on. Right. Oh, what I'm man. Right now. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Joking on the last part. But seriously, Kirk is absolutely one of my absolute number one faves. He is right up there with Black Love. He's right up there oh. with all that. Right up there with some of the uh, most amazing needed um, platforms that we have right now, just yeah. kind of showcasing our work as a culture. And I really appreciate the work that you do for our culture. Wow. Too. Wow. I am I am humbled and honored. Uh, that is that is a rare thing to catch me off guard. I'm going to tell you right now, that's usually something I do. <laughs> Man, that is so good, man. Let me say, so, yo, Claudia, how you doing, sis? This is, this is, I'm so excited to I have am you. you. Good. I'm so I, excited to be here. I had listen. a birthday this weekend. I said, oh if I am going to do anybody's show on my birthday weekend, come on. The day I take off from work, come on. It's going to be I'm not, I'm not working for nobody else on we my are, day off. We are, on, man, we are honored and humbled by that we i mean just oh my gosh amazing 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 to have you here listen what this is what i want to say to the folks out there listen this is what we have tonight i mean international speakers highly highly sought after thought leader um but she is going to be telling us a little bit about herself tonight i'm gonna i'll give her the first question in just a second but i want y'all to buckle in i want to give you guys one more opportunity to share the 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 stream to 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 tap Tag someone in the in the comments and and get some folks in here. Let's engage around this content because this is a very relevant, critical conversation that we are going to be having. It's going to be fun though. I just this is the part oh, I'm going. I can promise you, if if Kirk and Claudia are involved, it's going to be fun. <laughs> this it's got to be. It can't be no other way. So, uh, but Claudia, listen, I want you to take a moment. This is our first question where you, we, I love getting people to answer this question. You've been on the show before, but I still want people yeah. to know. Tell you know, tell them a little bit about yourself, who you are, and I, and then normally we ask you to tell us your relationship to live streaming. We'll get to that in the second question. Just tell people where okay. you are currently, the type of work that you're engaged in. Yes. Okay. Totally. So, um, like Kirk said, my name is Claudia. Uh, right now, I am the uh, community outreach supervisor for mm. the Howard County office of human rights and equity uh located in columbia maryland Come on. Um, that's kind of what i do from 8 30 to 5 30 
Um, but as Kirk said, I am also an international speaker, preacher. And so um, I do a lot of, at least over the last two years, virtual traveling mm-hmm. um, and have had the opportunity to uh, go to such, to speak in such countries as South Africa, Ireland, Australia, and of course, across the United States. And really what people tend to invite me to speak on or ask me to record videos about um, are topics on uh, the intersectionality of faith, uh, social justice, and communications. And so um, I think in particular, I love integrating um, global Black history in that as well. So I'm very Uh, intentional about elevating black theologians, uh, black historians, black scholars, black philosophers, Mm. um, black content creators, um, individuals that we sometimes would not know about, um, you know, if we didn't give them the platform and let people know, hey, so-and-so has been actually doing this research or doing this work for forever, you know, let's not exclusively talk about the European or uh, or any other kind of cultural group that might mm. be doing this work really well. It's not to exclude them, but it is to uh, simply elevate and highlight, make people aware of um, the Pan-African people that yeah, are doing this yeah. work. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing, amazing. I, I think one of the things I want to say right here, because in my description, and I, I like to listen, I don't know if you guys catch this, but I like to, I really like to make sure I deliver on what I put in that description. I don't, I don't want people coming to the video and be like, they didn't even talk about the stuff that they, they said they were going to talk about. So I, I like to deliver, but in the description, I said, we're yeah. even going to share with you some dope black creators who are killing it. Well, right yeah. off the top, you are going to want to follow Claudia right now. Just, just <laughs> make sure you follow her. No, because seriously speaking, um, there, there are people, we talked with Allison last week about the ways that media and especially live video was used by uh, our, our, you know, our forefathers, right? The MLKs of the yeah. world, the Malcolm X's of the world, how they understood the camera. Uh, something she said last week about, about he, he, MLK knew how to distill it down to 20 seconds because he knew that's what would make the evening news. Ooh, I thought that was just so, ooh, so powerful. I said, my God. But but I also- so you need to tell I, me that she basically said uh, MLK was making TikToks before come TikTok? On, come okay, on. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, was doing the TikTok. He was taking and talking. <laughs> No problem. Listen, no, no, but it, this is the thing. And you, 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 you just, you built that bridge so quickly. That's what I love about the current moment. And that's what actually she ended on that point. She said, we have the ability now to create our own stories. And, and this is the opportunity that we, that exists in this current space. This is why I'm, people are like, okay, you're going to do live video. You're going to do power of video to, you know, highlight black experiences. You must highlight your experiences for people to understand what it's like to walk in your shoes. And when more people understand what it's like to walk in your shoes, you will see legislation change. You will see uh, the tide start to shift because people who were on the peripheries, people who were on the fence, people who were Switzerland, very much neutral, begin to lean heavy to another side because now they're connected to, right? They have been able to see beyond the veil what it looks like in somebody else's lived experience. So you, we got to follow these black creators that are doing these things. Come on, Claudia. I know that you probably are trying to go somewhere else, but let <laughs> no, me say this real quick to that point, right? Yeah. 
the any kind of change to the culture is intimately connected to the saturation of the technology of that time. Yeah. So if we're talking about the printing press, right? Yeah. Then that means if you really do a lot of history, particularly within like the 19th century, late 18th, early 19th century, you, all of your black leaders, all of your pastors were publishing in newspapers. So any researcher that wants to know what was happening in the culture during that time, they immediately go to periodicals for right. research because that's literally what the Facebook timeline was. That's what Twitter was. Come that's on. what all of those things were. And so they were saturating the printed newspaper. Now we are in the 21st century and now we have a myriad of other platforms. And mm. so what we've got to really understand is that we are shifting and changing the culture because of what we are putting out Absolutely. either on Twitter or Facebook or Twitter. Uh, I mean, Instagram or on YouTube, whether it's pre-recorded, whether it's live streamed, whatever it is, you <laughs> want to be on top of what is the most trending technological means of distribution yeah. at your particular moment. Yeah. Because that means of distribution is critical to your participation in shifting the culture. If you are participating in an old wave of distribution, you uh -oh. are not participating in the shifting of the culture. Culture. Oof. Oh my, we are off to the races already. I don't even know. We might have to throw the throw out the run sheet, fam, because I don't see it happening tonight. Because I, I want to tack on something on there, but I'm like, Kirk, we got it. <laughs> we got it. no, but no, but the, the the truth what you what you said is so good. And and here's the thing is that taking time to understand how best to engage in the technology of the day is worthwhile investment because yeah. because they recognize that when those brothers when those sisters were writing in those columns and newspaper articles back in the day they weren't just writing willy-nilly they studied how a column was written and they wrote the best column according to the times according to the guidelines for a good column not for a spiritual column not for a black column but for a yeah. good column and so yeah. a, a we need to understand how to engage in these spaces, how to, what is the best way to engage in these spaces so that the message, the reason why you learn the best way to engage in the space so that your message can get across to the maximum amount of people and have maximum amount of impact. So I, I just, I just, I feel like we had to make that, that dovetail as well because yeah. some folk, well, okay, cool that I have stuff on social media. No, 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 no. No, 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 yeah. no. It's <laughs> what, yeah. we, what we we said. We said black creators that are killing it. There's yeah. a difference. Absolutely. Everybody's got and then, <laughs> and then, Kirk, let's deal with the fact that there was back then a lot of our mainstream publications and newspapers mm -hmm. were not publishing black writers. Black, this is very So true. then you had people creating Dang. black Ooh. newspapers oh, man. in the we same way that right now you have black um inventors creating new social media platforms creating new apps creating spaces that are exclusively and specifically for the elevation of black voices i mean i can't help but i, I saw this on instagram today mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. snoop tried to go live last night at the super bowl right before his performance and instagram completely blocked and shut down his entire account yeah. and so it's like he then took the moment to 
push for a black app oh and told people instagram i'm sick of you shutting black content creators down whenever you feel like it so you know what everybody go check out fan base app yeah created by 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 black people this is you know a space where you can go you can go live you can stream you can do what you do and you're not gonna get shut down by instagram so once again right we're still dealing with very similar uh you know of the same stuff um and so we're still needing to kind of point one another to um the black inventors and the black uh creators that are create that are uh making space for us I love when it. the mainstream does its best to kind of uh bring you it know, down keep us out. oh my gosh there's so yeah. much there's so much gold there there's so much gold there one of the things that we talked about uh uh even in in in, in a different instance i think we we're talking about this past friday night was that black history is still happening it's still happening it's still happening today it's still happening around us uh people are creating yeah. black history in every moment uh you know mm-hmm. w- w- one you know, story or situation is is told of if we look 20 years into the future, there'll be a 17 year old kid saying to his granddad, what did you do in 2022 when the world shifted? When 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 people were just learning how to live stream, because like now we have holograms and all this other stuff, we're teleporting to places. But when people were just learning how to live stream, what did you do, granddad? Tell me what you did. And I think the onus is on us to recognize that history is still being made even now. A lot of times when we come to the black history moment, we think about from a history, we go way back, we go way back, but people are still creating history. One of the things I loved about the, the, the love it or listen, love it or hate it. One of the things yeah. I loved about the, the, the Super Bowl halftime show last night was it was a, a hat tip to history. It was a hat tip to, I mean, my, it was my generation. I said, so, you know, I was like in heaven, I was doing the crip walk. I mean, I'm going to lie to you. I was, right. it, was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was all over the place, but I mean, yeah. it was, a, it was, it was a moment in time. And, and I think when, for me, it kind of hit like when those, that music was coming out, I never thought that this would be like, I'm hit witnessing history in the making. Like, no, I never thought like Snoop and Dre and Mary J and 50 and, and, and Eminem would be on a stage talking, you know, as this nostalgia tour essentially and we were and we, we'd all be like oh i remember when this is history every moment we have every so we have to look at these opportunities that we have currently as opportunities to create history because somebody's gonna read it in a book i'm telling you somebody's gonna be like yo you remember facebook remember you see what i said right there do you remember yeah. instagram remember it's gonna be a relic in somebody's you know <laughs> smithsonian somewhere like this Absolutely. was what social media looked like at one point in time and we are yeah. currently using it and so history is 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 relative a lot of times we look backwards but i challenge you to think about right now okay no 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 here, here's here's what we're gonna do we're gonna get into the second question um talk about talk to us about your you know content creator story live stream how did you get into this space because you're in this space yeah. in many different ways you're you you clearly have a presence and we are encouraging people to follow you but i always like to ask everybody that comes on the show how did you get in there how did you yeah get in there? Mm-hmm. so i would say i got in there intentionally Mm. probably about three years ago um, when I worked for a black Christian magazine by the name of Message Magazine. And I was hired uh, contractually uh, to be their online content manager. 
And uh, I was really responsible while in that role for the digital elevation of the magazine. It was uh, predominantly or exclusively print, uh, but it did have a website um, and they had an app. And so they were trying to find new ways to um, update and bring yeah. about the, you know, more traffic to the website and, you know, make better use of the app and also increase their uh, social media presence. And so that kind of was my first initiation. So there, during my time, um, I started what was called the Message Podcast Network, mm. um, which was um, our creation and production of multiple podcast shows. Some nice. were exclusively audio, some were uh, audio and video. Um, and one of the favorite shows that we had was called What's the Message? That's right. was co-hosted by myself and the managing editor. And um, we, we interviewed so many different guests on that. Um, yeah. I was able to secure everybody from um, Pastor Cal from Married at First Sight yes, to um, Jim, Rev, Reverend Jim, Jim Wallace of Sojourners. Oh, wow. um, we've had a number of major pastors and uh, speakers like um, uh, Pastor Reginald Sharp uh, III. Um, our Reginald Sharp Jr. And um, of course, we had individuals like uh, Pastor Carlton Bird. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who also, yeah. is someone who, you know, we, uh, he was the speaker director of Breath of Life uh, yeah. for several years. And so that, you know, he himself has his own history um, and depth of resume in oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, content and, and live stream creation. You, and you so, you had somebody on that I'm, I'm waiting for you to get to their name. So, I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had this dude named Kirk Nugent. No, not um, him. Not him. Not him. <laughs> oh, yes, you had him, but not I him. I did have him. You did Who? have him. Sean King. Oh, I told Like, that, I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, was she, is she going to say it? Because like, if, if I have to, I will say it. Guest? Yes. So I was able to secure Sean King. That we had was... this phenomenal conversation with him. Um, his book literally dropped the week that we had him um, nice. called what is Make I, Change. <laughs> like, Claudia, what is it called? Um, Make Change by, yeah. by Sean King. And we recognize, I, I, I will say this, um, you know, we recognized in inviting him that he was a controversial figure. And I want to say on this platform as well that, you know, I also recognize he is a controversial figure. I think mm -hmm. what's important is that we may not always agree with everyone that we have conversations with, but I am a proponent of, of interviewing people to understand their perspective, perspective. their opinion, their story. And um, if there are areas where we agree, then that's amazing. If there are areas where we disagree, then we have the opportunity to discuss those disagreements as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm not one that only wants to talk to people Come who on. are of my like mind. And Come so on. I prefer to invite people that I'm more than likely going to disagree with. Cause if we're honest, since we're talking about creating content, it makes yeah. for way better way content. Better content. <laughs> it does. It does. It for way better way content. Better content. If I just bring a bunch of people on to talk about stuff that we all agree about, then that's going to be one really boring show. Um, yeah. Oh so. man. 
You're giving out gold. You're giving out gold. I love that. I love that. I'm trying to catch us back up. I think, listen, this is what I want to say, family, as we get into our audience question. I'm going to throw the audience question up, but I want to say this to you. The audience question is is, is a throwback to Claudia's quote that we, we read at the beginning. But I want to say to you, fam, if you... You owe it to yourself to go check out some of this stuff, some of these content that she's talking about. What's the message? Oh, such a rich resource of discussions that will spark discussions that will spark discussions. And here's the thing. This is the point. I, I think it's not so much to say answer the question. Um, I know there are spaces where we do need to chart the way forward. We need to have practical action steps. But sometimes it is in the engaging just in the practice, right. in the in the in the in the activity of engagement that we begin to take a few steps closer to one another's quote unquote side. And and that that uh, exercise is what ends up bringing more understanding, more compassion and, and uh, people being able to, again, walk in the shoes of someone whose experience they do not share, whose background they do not share. Right. And, and those are the things that help to bring you know, some galvanation around a specific thing. So uh, this is our our question for you guys. And we're going to play our, 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 our promo, not promo, our sponsor video as you guys deliberate. Share some examples of, of, of social media, of how social media, live video, and content creation have been used to highlight life experiences. Talk to us in the comments about how... Or give us give us some examples of some creators and what they have done that helped to really uh, highlight life experiences. I, I put up a reel yesterday about uh, what my family did for Valentine's and seemed to be creating some buzz. But talk to us in the comments about some examples of how you've seen social media, live video and content creation used f- to highlight experiences. And while you do that, we're going to play our video, our sponsor for the Montales from the Greenwood District. We're all familiar with Rosa Parks' refusal on the bus that day. The music, artistry, and soul from the Renaissance in Harlem. And who could forget Martin Luther King's eloquent and vivid dream on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial? But why don't you know about Greenwood? The District of Tulsa, named after a city in Mississippi. The district better known as Black Wall Street. Yes, the place where the massacre happened. But did you know the people who live there are more than what happened to them? If you can't answer that question, then you owe it to yourself to read Tales from the Greenwood District by Julian Waddell. Exploring the history that created the legacy, highlighting the lives lived rather than how those lives were lost. Get your copy on Amazon today. For more information, visit TalesFromTheGreenwoodDistrict.com. Dope, 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 dope. Let me just pause here. Even as your your comments are coming in, man, if you don't have this book, Tales from the Greenwood District, trust me, go pick that thing up. The link is in the description, TalesFromTheGreenwoodDistrict.com. It is an interactive website. It is not your normal, average, everyday, run-of-the-mill website. It is interactive. Um, they're sharing stories. Everything, every the graphic design, the details, all of it has specifics. The reason why I know this is because I've interviewed uh, Julian Waddell multiple times. He's a personal friend, author of the book, and he will be on next week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So definitely go ahead and grab the book. It's, a, it's an easy read. 
It's a read that you might want to even do with your family and then come with your questions next week. All right, that's enough about that. I want to get our question back up on the screen. So I saw somebody say Black Lives Matter. Again, definitely one of those hashtags that you that a lot of people follow. Um, it means something different to so many different people. Uh, we're not even going to dive into that. But there is actually a thing that was started called yeah. Black Lives Matter. And it is a form of content that is shaping or at least highlighting experiences of a particular people group. So I think that absolutely is, is, is category uh, is, is an answer to the question that we've put on the screen. I see Albert saying, what's up, Claudia? We missed you on Friday. Look at that. We got some. <laughs> what's good, Albert? <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So even as you, as we continue in our conversation, I want you guys to continue putting up some of those experiences that, that, Social media has helped to highlight. I mean, one yeah. one one thing that I can think of right off the top of my head is uh, is the is I, I work with a guy who does live streaming who is blind. He's visually impaired, wow. and he has this keyboard that allows him to do some of the things. And it it was just a, a complete left turn from what I was used to in working with him to help him use Streamyard to live stream. And and then of course it it shaped how I asked some of my questions to StreamYard um, as I was giving feedback because it's like, well, that actually does not translate well because the, the the software that, you see what I'm saying? So when you get a chance to get yeah. into people's experiences, it changes you. It opens yeah. your mind up to, okay, so that's how that person, so for somebody who's visually impaired, imagine so being visually impaired and being a live streamer. Come on, y'all. Some of y'all got excuses. Yeah. You, your boy can't see and he's still live streaming, yo. He's got, he, he live streamed three days wow. a week. So, so, but, but I'm saying that's to say it, there are so many ways that it, video has been used to highlight experiences that we would otherwise not be able to see. And yes, this is Black History Month, but I'm just using it as a general thing here to say experiences, period. How have you been impacted? So let us know in the comments. All right, Claudia, here's a question for you while they answer that one. Okay. You, you, you said Black history is about elevating Black experiences. Love this. Yeah. You went through a whole list and I saw myself in that list and I was like, hallelujah, somebody let's highlight some black creators. Uh, yeah. But, but I want, I, I know for somebody out there is like, what does that look like? Right. What does that yeah. look like for, so I'm a live streamer. I'm a content creator. What does that look like for me? I, what, what does it look like to highlight black experiences when I'm creating content for, for Instagram or when I'm putting content on my YouTube channel, what does that look like? Yeah. So I think that there are a number of people who do this really, really well off yeah. the top, off the, and I think it also depends on what kind of experiences are you wanting to highlight? Yes. So, yes. um, I think that someone like Kev on stage and that angel are fantastic at elevating, uh, the humor within black experiences. experiences. I also feel like a, a page like Black Love elevates oh, the yeah, yeah. romance and they, they, they showcase the everyday lives of Black couples and not just Black couples, y'all, but Black marriages. I think that that's mm, critical too. That's They're critical just to say. This yeah. Notion that Black people don't get married, right? Mm. Um, with that, I just thought of Sean Williams' platform and the Dad Gang. Yes, the Dad they Gang. They are a phenomenal. Uh, he is constantly showcasing African American men as fathers who are intimately involved in their so kids' lives. Dad's true. doing their daughter's hair. Dad's going to games. Dad's wow. changing diapers. Dad's, you know, going to marches. Like, dad's really being involved. 
Um, another really great content creator um, it, it, for the purposes of education, I think, is someone like uh, Garrison Hayes, who is a like he's like a brother to me. He has over 200,000 followers on TikTok. He is probably what I would consider at this point right now, like the premier um, TikTok teacher of African-American history, culture, and conversations about anti-racism. Mm. So he's oh constantly dropping um, content and information about what it really means to be anti-racist, Black history, um, all of those things. Um, I'm just yeah, I'm bringing is, it up on the screen because I want to make sure, even as we're talking about them, I want people to see it and maybe even get a chance to follow. We didn't get a chance to put all of these links yeah. in the description, but this is one. This is the Dad Gang on on Instagram. Mm -hmm. and if you're watching and you're saying to yourself, "Okay, give us some examples, practical, t tangible examples of what this looks like," this is one that Claudia just mentioned, um, and yeah. this this is very very good stuff that uh, they they're putting out here constantly. Here's the Black Love uh, page. Yeah definitely one to 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 consider and to look into uh especially because they're highlighting marriage I mean, this is not something that we that we always get a chance to do garrison hayes oh my god just as as, as claudia said this is somebody that i i know you know superficially not as close as claudia is but somebody that i highly respect and i mean mm -hmm. just for this for i mean just because of the content alone i there's i can't even imagine trying to put together some of these kind of videos i want to share one of them what do you say claudia let's share one of oh, them with please. them right yeah um, absolutely. this one about althea gibson blew my mm -hmm. mind and i'm going to play this and i'm just going to pray that nobody pulls me down that was incorrect there was this lady well in my own mind we, we're going to refresh that before serena was making grown women cry on the tennis the tennis court There was this lady. Well, in my own mind, with my type of game, I probably could have beaten most of the players. That's Althea Gibson. I'm Garrison Hayes, and this is the Black Defiance Mixtape. Althea Gibson was born in 1927 so in dope. Silver, South Carolina. But during the Great Migration, her family, like many other black families, left all they knew in the South to go North in hopes of better opportunity. And in 1940, a group of her neighbors collected money to sponsor tennis lessons for Althea and a group of other kids in the community. It wasn't long before Althea was crushing her competition. And even though Althea faced unfathomable racism, like not being allowed to walk through the front door of tournaments, she was dominant. In spite of all that, she was defiantly committed to believing in herself. Who could have thought that here is, stands before you, a Negro woman raised in Harlem and went on to become a tennis player with the help of many, many people. Althea's story is a powerful lesson on the impact that a supportive community can have in changing the world. That's why I'm thankful to the Black-owned brand Diop for supporting this series. If her neighbors hadn't sponsored her lessons, if Black tennis pros hadn't taken her in and opened doors, if an HBCU hadn't awarded her a full ride, on, we may guys. have never had Althea, Venus, Serena, Naomi, or Coco. God grant that all the youngsters who are coming up today trying to get in some field of sport that they love, they like to play. I hope that God grant them the encouragement, the determination to carry on as I have. Like and follow for more. Before Serena was making grown dope, women dope, cry dope, on the dope, tennis court. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, and I mean, this is the thing too, right? And I feel like we, you talked about this, Kirk. 
you know, mm-hmm. TikTok is a very particular platform it that is. requires you to make content within a very short period of time. Yes. And the reason why Garrison's content is so powerful is because he stays within that 15 to 60 second window and he packs it with so much historical information. But because the, you know, the camera shots switch so quickly between him and, um, you know, old video, historical video, you know, other kinds of content, um, it holds your attention and it's so interesting. And he's also a great personality. He also is very, he's hilarious, sarcastic, (laughs) all of the things. And so when you're thinking about the kinds of content that you're wanting to put out and you're, you're feeling like, Hey, I want to put out content that's elevating black experiences. Your success is really contingent upon your understanding of the platform that you really want to be on. And so Garrison really understands the platform that he's on, which is TikTok. Um, You know, Kev on stage really understands the platform that is YouTube um yes. and many other you know uh platforms as well black love yeah. understands the platform that is instagram right yeah. instagram yeah. heavy photo uh video and so mm-hmm. if you get a whole Same bunch of really well yeah. taken pictures yes uh high quality either the pictures are very high quality that it makes people stop and gasp or they're so vulnerable yeah. that the the quality could be on your foot phone. It does. It doesn't matter. It's just what's in the picture itself. Picture, right. That kind of content source. You know. Um. I was also. You know. I thought about um another content creator, a uh, friend of mine, Dr. Ben Baker, who is a historian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has so over right. fifteen thousand uh, subscribers to his YouTube channel, um, which is Black SDA History. Um, and he has an archive of that and it's like video after video after video of really old historical information that a lot of people absolutely love watching and listening to his retelling of these video of this history. He talks to a lot of individuals that are, um, I can't say from that time period because <laughs> many of them have passed on. Obviously, right, we're talking right. about the 1800s. Um, but there are individuals like he just had a an interview with. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Um, but he was a, he's a major doctor who used to work for the CDC and he worked in pande- on pandemics. Oh, um, wow. And so he's giving like all this like really great information and and history on on past modes of operation and things like this. But this particular channel, like if you're watching Black SDA history YouTube videos, those videos are a minimum of like 30, 45 minutes. Minutes, I I can imagine, right? You know what I mean? So like, it's also kind of like understanding, okay, like what am I trying to accomplish? Yes. Like what kinds of experiences am I trying to share, showcase, elevate? And then what is the best platform that will allow me to elevate those experiences? And then what are the creative constraints that I am being given on that platform? Can I even convey my message with effectively within those constraints? If I can, then that's great. If it, maybe it's a challenge, it'll cause me to, um, share the content in even better ways if I'm stretched in this capacity, or maybe it's just like, 
actually, no, I actually can't, can't. put this in a reel. I cannot yes. put this in a TikTok. I cannot put this in a YouTube video, 30 minute YouTube video. I have to write this out and put it on Medium. Now you're in Claudia's land, right? Come like, on over. Maybe, right. that's a, maybe that's a thing too. But either way, you really want to understand what is it that I want to share? Which platform is going to best aid me in the distribution of that method of that mm -hmm. message mm -hmm. and then what are the creative confines what are the the guardrails of this particular um platform and can i actually produce within those wow 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 there's there's so much there's so much i don't know if you were taking notes i hope you were out there fam because because this is this is already the clinic i mean this is this is it you you have you've been given the framework this is uh this is also really good for the whole content creation for ministry uh scenario that i've, I've got coming up uh because a lot of people do just do the multi-post right it's like well right. just, just put it out there on everything and the the truth is you need to understand the, each platform and what it is and what its constraints are what people do what is the normative behavior there and how can i in, engage in a way for my content to yeah. be successful and if if it isn't you have to kind of weigh that thing and say i wonder is should i even put this on this platform uh yeah. people are people are just now kind of sort of figuring out what well, uh, not not everybody there are some people who are killing it on linkedin but there's a lot of folks who were kind of just waking up like wait a minute linkedin is a thing linkedin is dumping ridiculous amounts of money into into bringing content creators to the platform because they recognize yeah. that content creators th think about this piece this is so critical content creators every platform needs a committed set of content creators who are creating content for the platform it's it's yeah. just that simple otherwise the con the platform itself ceases to be relevant the yeah. platform itself ceases no to traffic. be yeah so 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 they need you just as much as you need them but each platform has its specific niche has its specific you know way uh, terminology mm -hmm. vernacular rules even yeah. and you have got to be able to speak the language uh follow those guidelines and rules for your stuff mm -hmm. to be successful and i think that is the piece that uh, for a lot of us that is the technical part that i want to want to make sure that everybody gets but i don't want you to also miss the 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 very practical piece of put yourself in the content uh, this is this is the piece that is, is so yeah. like 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 if Garrison like I think for Garrison I mean you have to know him but he puts himself in the content like Absolutely. he gives all of puts his entire self in the content if you understand the story behind Sean Williams and the dad gang it is yeah. a very personal experience that he put into the content and and the thing is by putting yourself into the content i'm, to, I'm, I'm just got the, the the thing in my head that just said kirk you're talking too much when you no. put yourself into the, when you put yourself in the content you give people an, an opportunity to walk in your shoes you give people the opportunity to see life through your lens and to understand its weight oof to feel mm. it you know to have it settle in and be like oh my god is that what it's like so while the content is engaging, while the content is informative, while the content delivers its own purpose, people yeah. also get to see life through your eyes. And, and this is what I strive mm -hmm. to do. Even when I'm teaching you live video content, right? I'm always yeah. saying, well, you know, as, as a church media director, this is, and people are like, oh, okay. Now I know that Kirk is a media director. It has nothing to do with teaching you how to use StreamYard. But because you know that now, you are that much closer to who I am. And mm -hmm. it starts to resonate. We become friends through the content. 
yeah. that's the piece. I, I just, I'm shut up now. I'm going to get some no, comments. No, go ahead, Claudia. Go ahead. That's so good, dude, because even as you were talking, right? I mean, the most engagement I get on my Instagram is pictures of me. Mm. I could drop the deepest, dopest quote <laughs> of life. I could put, I could even, but whatever it is, it has to be either a video of me preaching or me speaking, or it has to be a picture of me. That is that is where people are like, oh, Boom. yes. And so I think this is this is what I learned from that. I don't think it's that people are vain or that they only want to see faces. I think that people get attached to messages when they can see and feel why you care. You. Yes. So it's yes. like, it's very easy for me to come on here right now and tell you that Black History Month is important. And let's say me and Kirk's videos are completely off and it's just, you know, I, I just, like, it's just that quote, like that quote that I sent you, right? Yeah. Like on yeah. your flyer, the quote yeah, yeah, by yeah. itself, like people <laughs> might've read that quote and been like, wow, yeah, I totally wow, agree. Yeah. Yeah. But then when I come on here and I say, no, like Black History Month is about Black content creators. creators. It is about... It's about yes. black experience. It's about elevating black voices and they can hear my passion and they can yeah. see my Ooh. body language. Then it's like, oh wait, no, like she really, like this is for real. Like real. I can sense and feel that this is a very real thing for her. And immediately people then begin to experience why, my why. Mm. And part of, of content creation is not just about sharing really good information or really good content or really yeah. good ideas. Yeah. It's also about being able to transmit, translate your why. That's what it. is your, why, why does this matter to you? What is the so what? If yes. you cannot articulate your so what, your why, then it's not going to transmit in the messaging either. And no yeah. one will get it. Whether it's video, whether it's audio, whether it's a picture, right. if you cannot communicate your so what, if you can and cannot communicate your why, then you are never going to be able to effectively communicate your any message that you have Mercy. about Black history, Black experiences, Black content creation. Man, <laughs> I, I hope I hope you I, listen, fam. I, I'm really praying that you guys are are tracking with us. Praying that you guys are hitting. Because the, the truth of the matter is that why piece, so, 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 so critical, so critical because it's that why piece that will cause you to learn the tech is the why piece yeah. that will cause you to continue posting when it's not quite working out because you're still tr trying to figure out the pieces and, and the platform and the rules and all of yeah. the things. The why is the, is the sustaining power. And so mm -hmm. the why is, is doubly important because when people resonate with your why, they will resonate with your content. But if you you don't resonate with your why you won't post the content so so the, you, you have it from both sides and I, it's so 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 important love the way you put that look claudia i've got to get you into i've got to make sure the people know how to find and follow you but i got one question Ooh. from my girl jasmine here how important yes. is the culture of the platform or social norm of content being distributed on the platform uh, i don't know if you want to touch that one I would love to. I just almost want to ask like a follow up. Like what is yeah, like, yeah, go what, ahead. Is, what is meant by like the culture of the platform? 
Yeah, I think I think Jasmine and man, you just gonna have to jump in the after party, Jasmine. You gonna have to jump in the after party, and, yeah. and, and come ha- come hang out with us for a little bit longer, as they say, go a little deeper uh, in the content. <laughs> uh, because yeah, 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 come in the after party. Come in the after party. Oh, yeah. where where do you buy the tickets for the after party? Did somebody ask that? Oh, you go right here. You go right here. The the link is in the description um, on Facebook and YouTube and all of the places. You go right here. You click right yeah. here where it says after party. You click that bad boy, and when you click that bad boy, this is the wrong flyer because. Kirk didn't really do his work, but this is the right link. This is, this is the right link. So you click this bad boy, it's going to get you in the, yeah. in the after party. And once you get in the after party, you'll be able to ask your questions and all that good stuff. This is what we're going to do, man. We're going to give on Claudia. Room, come on in the room. Come on in the room. She always, she usually does. She's one of our regulars, uh, one of the members on my, on my, on my channel. So, but oh, listen, no. this is what I want to do. Uh, Claudia, in the in the next two three minutes, just take a second to tell people what projects you got coming up, where they can find, follow you, how they can support what it is you're doing, um, and 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 any other final things you want to say around highlighting Black experiences with video and in with content in general. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at I am Claudia Allen. Um, projects this week i am here at how it all works tonight and then um i'm actually recording some content when i get off of this with kirk that i need to send for a social justice project that's happening in south africa um so record that send that out that's actually not religious um, and then this Saturday, I'll be preaching for my home church, which is the Emmanuel Brinkle Seventh-day Adventist Church. Um, so obviously, you Lovely. can watch that on yeah. YouTube at Brinkle SDA. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I'm excited. We're staying busy, going back to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and I know you just celebrated a birthday too. So we're, we're excited yeah. about your birthday, the birthday, the birthday, the birthday. Thank That's you. what's up, man. This is it's been such a pleasure to have you, and and just to be able to engage in this way. Uh, Kerwin says, "Where in South Africa? Where in South Africa?" But uh, I, we, we, listen, Kerwin, you have to get in the yeah. room, man. Get in the room, Doc. Come, get in, come the room. in the room. Come in the room. It's not. <laughs> it's not really like a. It's not a. I'm not physically going to South Africa. There is yeah. someone in South Africa that's doing a project. And they asked me to send them a recording. So. Nice. Nice. I love it. I love it. This this is what it's all about. Um, I, I just want to make sure that folks, even as we get ready to close this thing out, the, the, the point is experiences are transmitted effectively through content and especially video. And especially live video. I think I think one of the things that uh, Claudia said, but maybe didn't say explicitly was it's one thing to read the quote, but when you see her. When Absolutely. you see her say the quote, when you hear the passion, when you when you see the determination and that it means something to the person, yeah. there is something that translates. There's something that's why I'm such a huge proponent of live video. There's something yeah. that translates. Um, I've seen it both in the social justice space, in, in, in diversity, equity, inclusion. I've seen it LGBTQ. Yeah. I've seen it in all kinds of spaces. When people see you live, there's something that happens. I've seen it in business spaces, CEOs, yeah. uh, executives, uh, nonprofits, uh, uh, all kinds of places. When people see you live and they say, oh, hold on, hold on, David. Get, get I know, together, right? David. I thought that comment too. I was like, okay, remember where we are, huh? Remember where we are. <laughs> when, when people see you live, there is yeah. something that happens where they don't need the, the, 
the ad campaign. They don't need the slogan. They don't need the pitch. They yeah. see it. They see it. They see that this is this person is not doing this just because they need to put food on the table. They're doing this right. because there's a passion. There's something deeper. In fact, I want to know what that is. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about content. That's what I love about content. And I hope that you guys can plug into that. This is an absolutely powerful tool that we all have access to. And I think as, as we have, as has been said throughout the show today, there are many creators that are killing it. I want to make sure you guys get a chance to follow them. I will update the description on these videos uh, so that you guys have access to those resources. But the same thing I, that, uh, that uh, Allison Davis said last week is that we now have the ability to create. Mm. The, the, the gatekeepers of her day are no longer yeah. there because breaking into uh, you know oh my word now it's been democratized to an extent i mean you heard what yeah. snoop said last night it's been democratized and you now have access to be able to share your story in your way on these platforms so because yeah. we have those that that kind of experience take advantage of that experience and yeah. again i can't wait for next week claudia oh my god thank you so much for coming it went to so quick. It, 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 it's, it's, it's like boom gone but don't go anywhere we're going to get you into the after party all righty see you all guys right. there fam 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 listen I hope that you guys have been catching up. I hope you've been watching. I hope you've been paying attention to the podcast, to the to the lives. You have the notification on. If you haven't subscribed already, I hope you've already subscribed because we want to make sure that you guys are able to capture the messages. Sometimes they're disjointed. Sometimes they're a theme. Sometimes it's just one and done. But a lot of them have this recurring thread through them. And so we want to make sure you guys get a chance to capture all of them. Hit us in the comments, my replay squad. Hit us in the comments. Let us know what you liked. Uh, let us know what your questions are. Email us, info at how it all works. We want to engage with you. We want to hear the second part of the conversation. This was one part. The Now the two-way piece is the part of the conversation we're looking for forward to it's your boy kirk nugent the geek speaker preacher hoping it's somewhere today in the video while claudia and i got a chance to chat about the power of video to highlight black experiences that you were able to peek behind the veil you were able to have that light bulb aha moment you were able to essentially figure out how it all works and i'll see you in the next video The How It All Works podcast is a production by Composition, helping you better navigate live video. Visit us at howitallworks.com today.